Mic check, one, two, what is this? Santana's back to business. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Not Rocket Science. I believe episode 47. But I don't really know at this point. Too many to count. Too many to count. How are we doing? How are we doing? Hopefully well. Hopefully really well. Um... I'm doing all right. I'm kind of exhausted right now. I was working last night till like five in the morning making Instagram posts for this very podcast, mind you. And uh, yeah, I fell asleep and woke up in what felt like about an hour. I mean, it was more than that. It was, you know. Probably got like five hours last night, but that's terrible for a weekend. It's terrible for a weekend. Um, And I didn't really, I sort of knew it, but I wasn't really thinking about that it's daylight savings time. So I lost an hour last night on top of everything else. So I didn't get going till late today. Eh, Mini disaster. So I just drank a bunch of energy tea, tried to get myself up. For this here podcasty cast, but uh, yeah, a little low energy. I'm trying to hit the hay earlier tonight because uh, can't be doing that. Can't be doing that all the time, even though I'm naturally inclined to just work late into the night. Um, throws me off, throws off my schedule, throws off other work where I have to be on, like this here podcast. So little bit of a boo-boo last night, but uh, we'll we'll figure it out. No big deal. Um, other than that, things are pretty good, pretty swell. The weather seems like it might maybe a little bit be finally getting out of depressing Soviet Russia winter mode and into just shitty cold London weather mode, which is the first step. You know, it's the path to success. Hashtag path to success. You got to get out of that absolute awful, brutal Siberian kind of weather. And then just to your regular crappy weather before you can graduate to good weather. That's how it works in New York. I've been talking with a colleague at work about this a lot. How like everyone talks about New York like, oh, I love New York. I love the seasons. I just can't be in California. There's no seasons. But I'm like... What seasons? All two of them? New York does not have seasons, ladies and gentlemen. This is New York's weather breakdown. It is cold as shit for half the year. It's hot as shit for about a third of the year. And then you have like two months, which is like one month apiece for fall and one month for spring. But even the spring and the fall, you might get a full month of fall. With spring, you get like two and a half weeks. There's like two and a half weeks a year where spring is like legit spring, like a dry 
65 to 72 ish and it's just nice and it's warm but it's not like brutal heat that rarely ever happens in new york city and the only time it actually happens really is sometime in may like mid mid may maybe like that's when you get that other than that it doesn't exist spring in new york is a made-up idea if you want to talk about it as a real season it does not exist so don't ever expect it to be a real season if you move here and if you vacation here time it out so your vacation is in mid-may if you want that nice spring weather because that's the only time you gonna get it all right end weather rant for this week move on to actual show so this show i'm just gonna be keeping it real with you guys um This is not like the year anniversary of me doing this podcast exactly, but it's been about a year since I made the decision to actually pursue podcasting. Um, So I'm treating it almost like a year anniversary, and I'm just going to talk about the show itself, what I've learned through podcasting, and then dig back into like the whys of uh, what exactly I'm trying to do with this show, how it's evolved a little or changed or devolved i don't know but uh basically i just want to kind of do a year in review-ish kind of recap on my experience with podcasting and uh what exactly i can tell you guys if you guys are you know thinking about getting into it if anyone's you know on the fence about starting a podcast or you don't really know how um maybe this will give you some value there and i just want to kind of talk about going forward what exactly i want to do with this dang show and uh how i want to build it and make it as sexy as a podcast can possibly be that's my goal get this thing sexy af pronto for the new year um so the reason why other than the timing that i wanted to talk a little bit about this is I got back into diving into Simon Sinek, famous, you know, author, speaker, guru guy, um, back into his whole, like, concept of defining your why. Kind of organically, I just kind of stumbled upon it. He was, like, a guest on a podcast that I listened to, and then I fell back into watching his stuff, which I do, you know, on and off every few years or so, I guess. And, uh... I realized I never really went through the exercise of, like, defining the why on paper for this show. I thought about it, like, why I'm doing this and everything like that and what is unique about it and yada, yada, yada. But I never really just took the time since starting it or thinking about starting it to really write down what I'm trying to accomplish with this thing. And uh, a little hypocritical of me because I'm a big believer in getting things on paper because it kind of just clarifies things a bit better than keeping them in your head but I never really did that so I was like geez I suck after uh re-listening to some of his ethos on uh you know happiness and work and all that stuff so I decided to do that and I kind of wrote just a bunch of thought diarrhea onto a page and uh in google sheets or google docs I'm sorry and uh yeah just just word vomited everything out and uh half of it was about more just why i'm doing this podcast and then after that i 
for this episode, just wrote down a bunch of stuff that I learned based on a year of doing this podcast, and I will share all that with you guys, and uh, hopefully you guys find it a little useful. But before I get into that, I totally forgot. Um, I had an interesting experience this week that also led to this type of episode, which was a while back, um, some dude slid into my DMs on Instagram. Not the best way to start a story for me, I guess. Um, yeah, dude, stay sliding in my DMs. But no, this guy, he was reaching out about if I wanted to participate in a survey about podcasting. And I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, I do user experience design. And part of what I do is the user research side of things. So sending out surveys about this kind of thing is fairly standard practice for me. So I like to, you know, help people out. Um, and contribute so I was like sure so I signed and I filled out this little survey yada 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 and that was it for a while and then he reached out to me again and was like thank you for participating in the survey um would you like to do an interview more in depth about your experience podcasting and yada yada so this guy this guy who reached out to me is a product manager and he's kind of doing a side project where he's trying to like discover if there's a market opportunity for some sort of uh technological solution to help podcasters improve their uh their podcasting workflow i guess so i was like yeah sure why not i mean it's another thing that i do at my job um part of my work so yeah i always try to help people out with that we did it at like 9 30 at night which was a little late i was a little tired but it was all good um so we got into it and it was really interesting you know having someone directly on like a web skype call kind of zoom call you know asking these questions about your podcast that you never really thought about yourself like just thinking in your about your process your workflow why you're doing it uh, how long things take to do it was really interesting because I started kind of like deep diving about my own process that I never really did. I mean, my process was basically just uh, putting shit together and figuring it out and what works works and what doesn't doesn't. But, uh, you know, having someone kind of uh, question you about it just kind of shaped my perspective in a really beneficial way that kind of laid the landscape down along with just stumbling back on uh, Simon Sinek stuff laid the laid the foundation for this episode um so it was cool you know i got a lot out of it and what's also cool is at the end he was like um people suggested about turning this you know user interview segment of this you know project into a podcast itself would you like to be a guest and we use this as a podcast episode and i was like yeah so i kind of got tricked into being a guest on a podcast talking about my podcast which is pretty damn cool and it all came from some dude sliding into my dms crazy world we live in but you know power of instagram um so it's cool yeah i don't know when that's coming out exactly they seem to be heavy into the research side of things right now um but if when it does come out i will uh plug it on my socials and uh should be a good listen i'm a little all over the place because it's kind of late at night and uh i was not really in the frame of mind as like a guest so i guess it's really real 
because I, you know, I wasn't even thinking about it like I'm going to be on a podcast or anything like that. I thought of it like I'm going to help this guy out with his user research and just answer some questions on a motherfucking Thursday. You know what I mean? That was it. But it was good. And it led to what I'm going to be getting into today. So without further ado, because I'm 11 minutes in already, let's get into it. You know, this podcast, um, one question they asked me on that interview was why I even got into podcasting in the first place. And I think I mentioned it a long time ago, but it all boils down to this quote that I think Tim Ferriss said once, which is like, when you have, he was talking about blogging, I believe, but it's like when you have these thoughts, you know, rattling around in your head. And it's more frustrating or painful to leave them in their head than get them down on paper or, you know, record them. That's a good indicator to pursue doing something like this, um, you know, some sort of digital media. So I was feeling that at the time before I started podcasting. I, you know, I'd constantly be thinking about all this shit and, you know, seeing these other guys start podcasts or when it comes to digital business and, uh, certain subcultures you know sneaker culture uh cryptocurrency what have you and you know i was involved with all this stuff you know i'm a hobbyist or practitioner in a lot of those things even user experience design and i'm like why don't i talk about this why don't i do it i'm thinking about it all day to the point where it hurts my brain i might as well let it go let it go get my adina manzel on and uh do the damn thing so that was a big kind of like flipped the switch moment for me and got me into go mode um i also have all this audio experience um with production you know in my background i've been making beats forever and ever ever forever ever and uh i think the production cost you know would be pretty light i just bought a usb microphone so i can record anywhere and that was about it it was pretty easy i've been using audacity to record stuff forever um I can do post-production, so like that side, the technical side, producing it, no big deal. So that was another reason why I got into it. And another reason was I, I wanted to, I've always had this thing where I really wanted to do my own entrepreneurial thing, like start my own company. I kind of sort of did for a while when I was freelancing as a UX consultant slash product consultant, but it felt more like a freelance job more than being an actual like consultant consultant. Um and I didn't really have, like, the business shops that I do now. It was before I really started listening to business-based content and reading a lot of business books. So I feel like I've grown a lot. But I wanted to do something creative that was on my own entrepreneurial. And I felt like doing a podcast was a good kind of baby step because it's something I could do and manage realistically as, like, a side gig while I'm doing my main job. But also... um I can treat it like a business, almost like a media company, you know, really go hard on social media. I picked Instagram as the channel to go hard in, create my own content strategy, um, kind of balance it with the podcast. And there's been a lot of lessons there, which I'll get into in a sec and try to, you know, treat it like a company or like a business and grow it that way. And uh, it's been quite a long, long road when you have a podcast that isn't about something like me talking about stranger things or the history of air jordan sneaker models or something very niche down and specific that's popular it's very hard to grow a podcast from scratch particularly when it's just you by yourself just you know spitting hot fire 
like dial on into a mic alone um it's tough but i am growing and when i went into it the most important thing was like if i'm going into this i want to commit and i've talked about this a lot but i'm going to do it again because it was part of the process you know i want to commit so i'm still to this day holding myself to this where it's like i'm doing this for 10 years so now nine years you know if i fail nine years from now and i'm still just not growing it into something real and i'm still just you know dicking around essentially putting on episodes i'll quit then then i'll quit but i'm not stopping until i've given myself a solid decade trying to do this um, because people suck at this at first i suck i still kind of suck uh, there's people that are even really good media personalities that when it comes to podcasting or talking into a microphone by themselves, they kind of suck at it. It's a hard skill. So giving yourself only a year or two is selling yourself short. Um, it's a long game. It's a marathon game. Anything worthwhile is always a long game play. And you got to have that hashtag marathon mentality. You feel me? You feel me? Put some respect on it. So that's just another thing I want to revisit. But uh, so let me explain to you guys after all that, that whole spiel, the why of this podcast, because it's changed. Um, to me, I'm doing this podcast because I feel like when I was 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, whatever, I feel like I got gypped in a way for having a passion for this stuff, digital business, entrepreneurship, uh, building, you know, digital products, product design, digital marketing, etc. That whole bucket of stuff. I had zero appreciation for it because I had zero real exposure to it on a level that resonated with me. There were some old ass people with books that I didn't give a shit about because I was a dumbass and uh, had zero attention span. And, uh, you know, listening to business talk was just boring, you know. Watching the NASDAQ ticker when you're 18 years old is boring. It's not interesting. There's a bunch of lingo that doesn't resonate with you. And, you know, the idea of investing and, like, ETFs versus, you know... ETF, OTC, dividend, payouts, all that stuff. Like, what the? It's all just a bunch of lingo. That shit is not interesting at all. It's a bunch of blah, 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 old guy on, you know, CNN money or MSNBC money talk. Don't give a shit. Um, the idea of making money is always interesting when you're that age, for sure. But when it comes to the domain of business and business culture, there is way too much jargon for me at that time to have gotten interested organically. And there was no one to really break it down. Since then, times have changed, right? I think now I would have gotten it. If Gary Vaynerchuk got bigger when I was that age and he wasn't just hustling on Wine Library TV with some shitty camera on YouTube, I would have gotten into it. Because I did have a little interest in the stock market just because I would talk to my dad and my dad would kind of break things down a little bit. But there was no one that was a real kind of like digital resource for me in a way that was engaging. 
And, you know, I'm too old to have gotten into Gary Vee when he was, you know, when I was 18. He was doing Wine Library, and that was it. That was all he did at that time. Um, maybe he did more behind the scenes, of course, but as far as, you know, the, the Gary Vee YouTube personality didn't really exist yet. And I didn't give a shit about wine at that time either because I was, again, 18. So I didn't, I just didn't know about him and all these other guys that came after him. Obviously didn't know any of them either. So it was this thing that, you know, I was all in on the music production at that point too. Like I was just watching YouTube videos on how to make certain synthesizer sounds and things like that. So, yeah, I missed it. I missed the wave, and I know playing Monday morning quarterback, I would have been way, 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 way into it had I had the right person or personality kind of expose me to it. And even now, you know, now there's digital marketing guru, you know, there's Ty Lopez, there's Gary Vee, there's Grant Cardone on the sales side, there's Dan Locke, there's all these guys as, you know, digital business gurus teaching you stuff on YouTube. Some of them try to use YouTube content as a funnel to buy some expensive ass shit they're trying to sell you. Not Gary Vee. He's 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 kind of different. But like point is is this industry of being a digital business guru in an engaging way, in an entertaining-ish way, has blown up. However, I still think that there are lots of people that are not being served in this in this whole um you know digital entrepreneurship industry that's kind of exploded i think there are a lot of slacker teenagers that are only slacking because they don't know what's up yet and <clears throat> i think people like gary v he's great but i think his style will get people who are doers to do um but i think if you're not a doer his presence you know it's not going to help you and i think that there are a lot of non-natural type a entrepreneurial people out there that can eventually be entrepreneurs maybe they're not the hustlers that the gary v's or like now the john henry's and people like that are they're not born with that in their dna but they can do something. They just need to be kind of groomed and warmed up a little and exposed to this whole uh, digital hustle industry in a way that isn't like just pure lighting a fire under your ass. Um, first, maybe you need to be casually interested in it as almost like a hobby kind of thing before you can really give it a go in your 30s or something like that. I really truly believe that anyone can find their digital hustle however there's levels to this shit and some people it's going to take them a lot longer to level up just like investing you know when to go in and start investing some people are just you know dice rollers and they'll just get into this shit like a riverboat gambler and you know invest in everything take out loans be really irresponsible with their money but they don't give a shit you know they're looking at it as the upside game and there's other people that are super super cautious with their money don't want to invest anything have to read a million articles have to download stash or egg corns and start with like ten dollars and go from there um but it might take a long time for them to get warmed up to it it could take a decade you know what i mean 
And I think that there are people who are on the cautious side or are on the need to be converted on a hobbyist level side that are still not quite uh, getting sucked into the Gary V or Dan Locke or Grant Cardone content funnel yet because they're just so far removed from that whole world and they need something that's a little more laid back and a little less serious and that's what I am trying to do I'm trying to keep this thing laid back and more of just riffing about business not being you know step one do this step two do that step three blah 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 unless you know unless organically that tends to happen which it could it could you know i'm not trying to be too uh templatized in my approach but i'm keeping it light people so that is the why of this show here i'll read it right now off my google doc i don't give a fuck I want to bring the appeal of digital business culture to younger demographics and educate and pontificate without telling people to just hustle and grind all day, but to make talks about this stuff, you know, light, funny, interesting, entertaining, but still valuable, even if it's less valuable than a pure nuts and bolts kind of business talk as far as taking action. Even if this is just business tainment, I'm cool with that. You know, if if uh, these, you know, John Henry, Gary V, Grant Cardone, like those guys, if that's the UFC, I'm trying to be in the WWE. I'm trying to be sports entertainment, not just sports. Even though in real life I'm a UFC fan and not a WWE fan, which is kind of funny. But that is what I'm trying to do with this. That is my why. That is what I was setting to do a year ago, even though that whole uh, – what I just read wasn't exactly crystallized in my head, which is why I bounced around a lot, talked about sneakers, talked about all kinds of stuff. Um, now I'm a little more focused, man, fully focused. And uh, I'm going to keep that focused on everything I do from the show itself to the content strategy of the Instagram account, what have you. And things might change. Things might change. You know, I'm trying to be fully transparent with you guys. Things change, um, strategies change. And I'm not going to ever try to pretend I'm doing one thing and do another thing. For instance, I'm thinking about going with an Instagram agency to help with my growth so I can focus on content specifically and other social media channels. I just did episodes about Instagram growth and how slimy agencies are. However, I, if I do this, I don't even know if I'm going to do it. If I do, I'm going to fully vet the agency and create collaboratively my own growth strategy with them that it doesn't have any of that robotic like fake follower bullshit that i mentioned on the episode however i did mention on the episode when it comes to getting your account started doing stuff like follow and follow not the worst thing in the world i think actually it's might be the best strategy for that initial audience building even if the people you're getting as followers for example are not as uh, 100% engaged with your stuff as somebody who naturally follows you and stays followed to you and doesn't try to drop you after you don't follow them back after four days. Um, but yeah, I'm fully kind of transparent with that stuff. You know, I want to let you guys know when I'm doing that. So I don't want to say I'm doing one thing on this podcast and doing another thing in reality or any of that bullshit. No, 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 no. 
I am fully transparent with everything I do. And we'll see. I don't know if I'll do an agency or not. Um, But if they do, I'm going to make sure I have a clean strategy that falls in line with what I've been talking about when it comes to Instagram growth and doing it the right way. Yeah, that's just one example. But back to the main point. Bottom line, guys, I'm just trying to make this type of content as appealing to an 18-year-old as, you know, world star hip-hop and partying and uh, making beats, which is what I was into when I was 18. Any of that stuff, I'm trying to make this digital business shit as interesting as that stuff. Will I? Will it 100% be as interesting as that stuff? I don't know. But I want to make it at least in the conversation. You know what I mean? That's the goal. And not to do it from a place of authority for the most part. Just from, you know, someone riffing. Someone riffing on this stuff. Um, but now, to the more uh, learning side of things from this podcast, let's break down what I've gotten out of doing this for the past year. Uh, one thing that I realized after doing it for maybe 10 weeks or so, it became abundantly clear is it's a lot like Instagram in the sense that you cannot really predict when something's going to do well or not. You might have an inkling, you'll have a hunch, that hunch might even be right sometimes, but it's definitely not going to be right all the time. You don't know shit shit when you look until you look at the analytics um, I've been so surprised sometimes about things that perform well versus things that don't uh, I would say my best performing podcast I'll tell you right now was one that I actually did think would do well and that was the uh, throwing away my path to financial freedom slash Firefest episode and I did slash Firefest because at the time that was right when those two documentaries came out so I wanted to put that in the title just to kind of you know you know leverage that whole phenomena as any responsible marketer would do let's be fucking real here please and uh I think the combination of those two titles I had I had an inkling it would do well but it was by far my best performer of the year. But I don't know if it was the Firefest part or the throwing away my path to financial freedom part that really um, piqued the interest of listeners to, to give it a shot. I think it might be a mixture of both, maybe. Um, I think the path to financial that was a good title. And it was based on an experiment that I tried, you know, almost doing that whole lead generation program thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out that episode. I do a deep dive on this whole digital hustle going around with local lead generation and these companies charging you six grand for to be in a private Facebook group and get some basic instruction that you can get on YouTube anyway. Um, Check it out if you haven't seen it. But then my episode the next week, which was just Super Bowl edition, did very well two and that was a top five performer and i thought that would not be anything close to top five episodes out of 45 or whatever they are because uh, it was very vague it was kind of off brand i didn't know what to call it so i just called it super bowl edition <laughs> um and it did pretty well so th- that's an example of having an inkling about something and it being right versus not having an inkling and being wrong i thought that episode would not do very well to be honest um Another thing is like podcasts in general. It's a lot like monitoring analytics. 
with business or stocks or whatever, but there's a lot of volatility. So it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like watching a crypto stock, to be honest. Maybe maybe not like the past year, but there's a lot of peaks and valleys, like a lot, a lot uh, more than I thought. You know, it's kind of like you think you're getting this momentum building, momentum building, momentum building, and then all of a sudden for me at least it would just like drop and be flat for a while and then it would spike back up even higher and then drop again. Like I still don't have a real flow down yet. Um, and getting new listeners is a grind in a half. It is a grind and it's something that I'm going to invest in more next year. Might have some marketing spend around it. Might have to, because uh, I feel like I'm not doing enough to get the word out, and that is an error on my part, even though I took this first year to kind of just get my feet wet and kind of experiment, so I don't I don't blame myself too much, but I have to be more aggressive with marketing. I think with any digital business, if you treat it like a business, you got to do some marketing spend. Instagram ads don't cost that much, people. It's pretty simple. So I'm trying to do that this year. Um, because building this thing is slow, 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 and I have a marathon mentality, but I feel like I could be doing more on the marketing side. I'm focusing so much on Instagram content that it's just taking up like my whole day other than my day job. So that's one of the reasons why I'm thinking about going with an agency again, um, as long as we have, we're on the same page with the growth strategy because I want to focus on these other things and I don't have time right now, so that is what I'm figuring out on my end. And yeah, that's why I am not a guru on this shit. I'm just doing the damn thing, trying to hustle, 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 and report back to you guys and keep it sexy the whole time. But I am no guru. I'm figuring this out on my own, too. Um. However, one thing I will say that has worked well is definitely the power of Instagram, which is why I'm thinking about doing some Instagram marketing as far as ad spend goes. Engaging on Instagram when you're a podcast is a slow grind, and I made some big-ass boo-boos that lots of other podcasts are doing. Podcasts kind of aren't the best with Instagram because the problem is is that Instagram, you got to play by Instagram's rules to grow on Instagram, which means you need to pick a niche that is popular on Instagram and create content for that niche, almost like there is no podcast. And you just got to layer the podcast aspect into your account that is niched down. That is how you win on Instagram. Um, and then also have some unique differentiator with your content than what everyone else is doing. Like I'm starting to get my posts reposted by random people now, which is crazy because I made that switch and had a switched up my content strategy to be niched down within this digital business whole, uh, you know, world on Instagram, joined engagement groups for it, had people reach out to me about joining engagement groups, asked other people, did swaps, things like that. Um, but now I'm, I'm totally locked and loaded in this business niche and, uh, that it's still a process. Um, but it's helped out a lot with my Instagram grind compared to what I was doing before where I was all over the place posting different kinds of niches here and there and that screws you up in the long run so that's one big thing and the other thing is just getting up in them DMs getting up in them DMs like a thirsty dude reaching out to a music video Tatiana you know what I mean like you got a DM and you got a network 
on the gram. And that's not anything new. All these business gurus talk about that. But it's real, but it's cool. Like the cool thing is you get actual relationships out of it. Other podcasts have reached out to me and we just wind up just talking about the grind. We don't even have any like business initiative behind it eventually. Um, sometimes we do and we'll like do shout out for shout out or something, but really we just wind up just chatting. Um, and it's cool. It's a way of genuinely networking and, and, uh, building up your network to people within your niche or people within your practice. So there's like the people I talk to about the business side who are in the business niche. And then there's people that are just other podcasters on the podcast side. And when you treat your Instagram account correctly and you do niche down and you have everything else flowing the cool thing about having a podcast is you have these two different groups of people that in the dms you can genuinely engage with um so it's almost like two sectors or two demographics that you have access to to help you you know when it comes to building up your brand which is different than a regular account because you only have one niche and all those people are just in that niche but you have your podcast niche and then you have the business niche. The problem is, is the podcast niche by itself isn't enough because podcasts can be about anything. And if you're in, you know, podcasting about cooking and baking, you're not going to necessarily engage much with somebody talking about 80 sci-fi movies other than maybe you might do a like for like swap or a follow for follow swap. But I've been fortunate enough to have some people reach out who are just very nice people who, you know, I, I made a post the, uh, today or yesterday about uh, Vans shoes versus the heavily marked up Ian Connor Revenge Storm Vans. And I had another podcast, totally different type of podcast, you know, reach out to me and be like, hey, this is interesting. You know, we were talking on an episode about how these two celebrities that do home remodelings on HDTV charge this much if you want to get your home remodeled by them, but the actual uh, general market rate in the area of Waco, Texas is only 200 grand. It's like a million versus 200 grand or something like that. So it was funny just to have a podcast totally about something completely different, kind of reach out to you and engage with you about the same concept. So that was like a cool concrete example of that. <clears throat> type of community building happen and then on the other hand i have people who are trying to create podcasting companies you know content companies or uh networking companies and they'll reach out to you about you know being a guest on their episode eventually and the grinds of you know, building up a new podcast and techniques and tricks and software to use so like i, I learned about what software to use because i'm trying to get guests this year sometimes and like I didn't know what the best software was to use, and someone reached out to me and talked about, you know, OBS. It's huge on Twitch, all these 17-year-old gamers making all this money doing it. I, was, I never even knew about that. So it's just like you learn about really relevant stuff um, just through being open and engaging. So if you're thinking about getting into this whole podcast here game, I highly recommend creating an Instagram, treating it as a real brand and engaging as much as possible within your niche and hoping that whatever your podcast is about can be translated on Instagram to a niche that is popular. 
and niches that are popular are there's a ton of them you know cars fitness uh hip-hop streetwear sneakers um dogs cats fitness business there's all kinds of niches i mean you can just look at instagram weed (laughs) there's all kinds of niches on instagram that you can get a popular account on you just got to be laser focused on getting your content up and with that niche and your hashtag strategy also in that niche so the lesson there is definitely definitely grow your instagram and play by instagram's rules and that's the same with twitter it's the same with linkedin i'm not really going hard on linkedin because i'm trying to make this podcast not safe for work as fuck because one of the things I like to do is talk about business and work stuff in a not safe for work kind of way. It's just who I am authentically. Um, I really, really, really don't like corporate culture and the fakeness behind it. And as much as I appreciate LinkedIn as a platform, it's just not for me. It's not for me. It feels like work. And I don't want this thing to feel like work. Because I think that is one of the problems, which is why people don't get into this whole, you know, digital business game is it feels like work. So I'm focusing more on Twitter this year, um, Facebook, definitely going hard, hard, hard in the paint like Waka Flocka and 09 on Instagram. And uh, I think that's enough. I don't think I'm biting off more than I can chew with that, but I almost am. So I'm keeping it to those three this year. Um, Particularly Twitter is one that I want to expand on and kind of grow. Maybe even Twitch, who knows. But another thing I want to do is um, build an Alexa and Google Home skill for this podcast. Uh, VUI is something I do at work a lot. I think it's super fascinating. It's the future. And I got to get my ass in gear with designing a skill for this podcast on that platform too. So when it comes to voice tech, my goal is to get this damn thing on those platforms. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I love Anchor to death, but I don't know if Anchor has any like direct distribution capabilities for this. So something I got to research and look into, but that's another goal. Um, you know, one thing I've learned is always stay ahead of the curb. When it comes to the technology and that is an example of staying ahead of a curb if you're thinking about doing a podcast get your podcast voice strategy going now uh, it's super important and i kind of messed up by not thinking about this right away and this year i'm playing catch up and getting on board with my alexa echo and google home and uh yeah so that i think is it I'm 42 minutes in. I don't want this these episodes to go more than 45 minutes now. I'm trying to cut down on the length, give you guys just the value. So that's all I'm going to do today. But uh, thank you guys for listening over the past year-ish. year-ish. It's been fucking awesome. And uh, if you have any questions, of course, hit us up. NRS underscore show on Twitter and IG, Insta. Or email at notrocketscienceshow at gmail.com. But... For real, slide into my DMs. Slide into it like a thirsty dude trying to shoot his shot at a world star hip-hop model. Slide in them. Ask me anything. Uh, 
Even if you don't like me. Even if you want to if you, if you hate. Slide in my DMs and hate for all I care. Now don't go too crazy. I will, if it's just a, if it's just message after message, I will block your ass. I will block your ass. But if you have constructive criticism, fire away. I will listen. I will respond. But if you troll, you're out, bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, hit us up. Any questions? Uh, I appreciate the support. I just wanted to give you some thoughts next week. I might, you know, I might listen back to this and realize I missed a whole bunch of shit and I'll do another follow-up next week. We will see where this goes, but I just wanted to lay out there for you guys what this podcast is about after thinking about it for a year, where I'm going with it, and what I have learned from podcasting in case you guys catch the podcast bug and want to do one yourself i want to give you guys you know the most streamlined strategy for success or at least set you up so you're not just falling and stumbling around right out of the gate and it takes you you know four months to figure it out i want to help you guys you know if you want to get into podcasting i want to genuinely help you i want to be the test guinea pig that stumbles and fumbles around for four months not knowing what they're doing in order to let you guys know what works versus what doesn't. Um, so yeah, and if you have any thoughts about getting into podcasting and you want some insight that I didn't touch up on, also feel free to email or slide into them DMs. So that's it, guys. That is it for this week. I hope you guys have a good one. And uh, as always, I'll see you next week. Alrighty. Peace.